Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paula Price Show, where you can experience scripturally organic, culturally unmodified teaching, get answers to your questions, and receive powerful prayer from your host, Dr. Paula Price, author of the Prophet's Dictionary. Tune in now and get ready for an exciting time of encouragement and transformation. Welcome your host, Dr. Paula Price. Dr. Paula <laughs> as we are whipping and running to get out of town today, we're going to New York. It has been a while since you've been in New York. I think it's a minister, right? Well, we passed through to Connecticut. Well, we went oh, that's right. That's right. A couple years ago, mm-hmm. we were there. But this time, we're going to be with Prophet, well, the Dawkins, Apostle Dawkins, <laughs> Apostle Harry Dawkins, Prophet Chiron Dawkins. In the ministry, and you are going to be teaching on prophetic ed. And I'm excited about that. What about you? I am thrilled. (laughs) And we are racing, and today we are excited because we're continuing. I don't know what we're going to continue on. We do have one special guest who will be tuning in in 15 minutes. Is there anyone I know? It might be somebody you know. (laughs) So as you get revved up, just I'm going to jump in in about 15 minutes to uh, to get them on the line and, and say what they have to say to you. Well, what I want to do is, uh, first of all, encourage those of you who will be in the, tell them the location so they know, and whew, when our Periscope people get on, they will put it online. That's right. You're going to be in Mount Vernon, New York. Woo, Mount Vernon. Yes. Now, here's something exciting. 
If you are a prophetic trainer and educator in the New York Tri-State area, see, I used to live there, so I know the Tri-State. Yeah, I know the Tri-State. My God, I thank I thank God for these coasts. I thank God for His people everywhere. If you are in that area, bring your class. Let them get credit for it. Find out how to give them class credit for it. We are not going to periscope it, so don't tell everybody we're staying home because we're periscoping. Do not do that because that defeats all of the purposes we're trying to achieve. So, but bring your class. If you're an intercessor, bring your class and, and, and uh, pastors. And here's why. This is why I want you to do it. Because even if you say, well, you know, me and the Lord get along fine. You know, a lot of people say, me and the Lord, we get along pretty well. We don't have any issues. But if you don't have the fulfillment of what God told you to do or what God told you he would do, you are waiting, waiting, and waiting. We can cut some of that wait time yes. by showing you how to motivate and mobilize and negotiate how the Lord is doing this. So if you know, because I found out, <laughs> I wish we knew earlier, don't we, Dan? Yes, we do, whatever it is, yes. <laughs> whatever it is, we wish we knew earlier. But I found out that, a lot, you know, the, when the uh, old saints used to say, you, I'm waiting on God, and God is waiting on you. There's a little bit of truth in both sides of it. Now, God doesn't need you to run ahead of him. He doesn't need you to do his work for him, and he certainly doesn't want you to do his thinking for him. He's pretty good at that. He can think for himself. As a matter of fact, he thinks for himself and everybody else. So he doesn't need you to do that. But once God reveals something as his will, Scripture says it belongs to you and your generations forever. Oh, that's good. Just thought I'd get a little light one in there. It belongs to you. So whatever things God reveals through prophecy, prayer, through dreams or visions or any of his other transmission media, whatever that is, God wants you to understand it belongs to you. That means that you become a partner, not just a partaker, but you also become a partner in what God wants you to do or what God is going to bring to pass, but you don't know how to do that. So that is what we're going to address in Mount Vernon, New York, when I get there with my family, my dear family, the Dawkins, ah, wonderful people. I'm telling you, Prophet Sandra Dawkins never misses an event, never misses an event. A powerful lady. Some of you hear her when she does her prayers online. Great woman. Her son, uh, Prophet Chiron, was right. As, as a matter of fact, he will soon be one of um, our ordained prophets. And never misses, never misses. And so as we go forward into this whole journey called Prophetic Ed, you'll get a chance to peek in and find out how you can join in. Because there are some joining things that you're going to want. You want to press your way. Again, I'm going to say, if you're a prophetic trainer, advisor, counselor, and, you know, if you are a pastor, particularly a, a, a pastor of a prophetic church, or if you have a prophetic company in your church, you want to be here. If you just receive prophecy, because sometimes people say, Ashley, well, there's no need me going because, I mean, you know, I'm not a prophet, so there you go. Uh, but no, but everybody wants to hear from God. 
You want to hear from God, and we all want to move God. We want to move God. We want to get God on our side, and then we want to get God working for us on our behalf. And there are ways he does things. And we, you know, we have relaxed so many things. We've sidestepped so many things. We've changed so many things uh, to make it easy for the people. And so we love people into thinking that they're in control of this. And you're not in control of this. You can't be in control of something you're born into. See, you can't be in control. Whoever, whatever brought you in has to give you control. And God has not relinquished control over his, over his destinies or the lives that he's made. He's, he's delegating certain responsibilities, but he's not relinquished control. And so you have got to recognize that there is a way you must work with God and work with God's team. Do you know, Ashley, people still aren't ready to think that God has a team? No. No, no, we, we, we just get it so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we get it so wrong because of how we're not taught to read the scripture. Okay, there's so many things we don't even have to interpret. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really do convince ourselves that every scripture has to be interpreted and, and uh, decoded and, well, this doesn't mean this and that really can mean that. Well, this does and that doesn't. And you've been around so many theological circles and theologians with that mm-hmm. very argument. But from the beginning, he shows he works with his team. He works with his team. And tells us when Earth is a wrap. <laughs> it's the team that does it. The team is wrapping it. How about that? You know, we got this angel, the angel over the sun, the angel over the water, the angel over the bottomless pit. All the team is in play. And they all know their jobs. And that's before us. But, you know, I just want you to recognize that there is a, a way that God works. And the Bible talks about we must know God's ways. And we think those ways actually are just religious. We think they're just moral and they're just religious and they're just spiritual, but we don't think that they are operational. God has operational ways, you know, ways that he operates. And that's the uniqueness of a prophet. A prophet, if you are a prophet of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know your God's ways. That's why many times when you're well-trained, you can say, yeah, I realize that. I realize that word fit. I realize that word came to pass. But God Almighty didn't speak that word. Right. You realize how finite your abilities have to be to, be to say that? You have to have that razor sharp, that finite position to say, yeah, but that wasn't God. Who are you to say, because, you know, you love the church, who are you to say that it's not God? I know God for myself. Listen to this. This is one of the most powerful verses that we need. Now, there's many more. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. We quote that, we've got a little slivers, we got it on plaques, we've got it on cards and greeting cards and, and, and T-shirts and all of that. But do we know what the man is saying? I'm going to say no, Alex. <laughs> for $25. I don't know what he's saying for $500. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. If Jesus is the word, listen to me, people. If Jesus is the word and the testimony of Jesus Christ, 
is the spirit of prophecy. Oh, somebody, come on, come on, challenge. What does that mean, people? What is he actually telling us? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I think about that, and he said, but no man comes to the Father but by me. Everybody who has learned of God comes to me. You see, this thing is so wrapped up, but because people are dealing with, with you know, we're talk, talking about wolves and we're talking about, you know, savagery. People savagely tear the scriptures apart to pick the words that they want. We act like it's a Microsoft Word program. You just kind of scatter the words and just rearrange them any way you want. That's not scripture. And it certainly is not scripture because scripture is a person. It's not just print. It's not just text. Scripture is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. Oh, man, that's so good. I just want to say, oh, Jesus, we're so sorry we treat you like this. Oh, God, please forgive us. But you have got to know God's ways. When I train prophets, I'm not just interested in I don't train prophets based on what they can do. And that's where prophets are stuck. They're trained, whether you read someone's books, particularly if you're the self-trained one, you read someone's books, you go to a meeting, it's about what you can do. And that's like saying everybody who can sing, we put in a concert. There is so much between your ability to sing and your capacity to put on a prosperous concert. The, what's in between the two? And our, our kingdom worship leaders will tell you, oh, no, uh-uh, la, 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 it's okay, la, 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 that's nice. That's nice, but that's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And so you have got to recognize that quality prophetic training is not bound or for what you can do, for engaging you to do what an organization or your trainer needs to get done. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that good? Think on that. Just, just let that settle on you. Because you're wondering, why, why does Dr. Price do this, and why does Dr. Price do that? And, well, she, she speaks against this. Because these people are running on your talent. That's like your sweat trying to drive your car. We can fill the whole tank with your perforation, but guess what? Car's not going to move because that car moves on what it was built to run on and not just your will. Now, some of you all might be good enough to get your car to you turn off. Okay, now, get in gear. And they're working on that, but trust me, they're working on it and they're controlling it. And they all of those superficial um you know, how they say features, features are what we do to make you think you're in charge. Because trust me, structure and design will let it remind us all the time. But we've got to know God's ways. And so if you're being trained as a prophet based on your ability to prophesy, you are not being trained, you're being coached. And that is the difference between a trainer and a coach. That's why we have to marry the two when we're, you have to be trained, but you have to have the capacity. People pick up 
folks to play or do what they do. They pick up people to do that, bless be God, by hiring, by using their talent. So your talent should qualify you for someone else's use, not for your expression. And because we have not had the the offices and the mantles that have set up the church and set up God's kingdom in position, or at least in positions of prominence, we don't know that. Now, I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to put out a question to you. I have no idea why we're on this vein, but if you are being, being touched by this, tell me why you think God has me talking to his body like this. I would love to hear your thoughts. Now, while you key it in, because I know some of you all got to do that sometimes, I have never mastered that. You know, I'm a touch typist. I didn't never master oh, that. Oh, good. Oh, I can't my, my, mm-mm. But I want to give you something from Psalm 28.5. Because they do not understand the, the Lord's works, the works of his hands. And if you read the King James or another translation, it says operation of his hands. It is our duty to know how God operates in the natural realm. If you don't know that, you will not be able to represent him, but also give people peace and patience for waiting on him. God prophesies in a moment, but he can manifest over millennia. And while he's manifesting, he's reiterating, he's repeating, he's declaring, he's doing it over and over and over again. You want to join me this weekend so I can tell you how the process goes and show it to you so that you'll never again feel like you're 100% control out of your prophecies or out of control of your prophecies. You won't feel like that. You'll also won't think God doesn't know what he's doing or can't get it done. You know, because when God takes a long time, the first thing we tell him is that's because you can't get it done. I'm glad God's ego is resolved because we, we do it to him. So why, anybody else answer my t- questions? We don't know any better. We only do, we only know what we see people do. I like that one. Somebody said the body is out of order. Awaken the body to the truth. We're getting it wrong. <laughs> that sounds like you. Did you do that one? I did not. Because <laughs> you know you do that. I know. And we've been taught, we, uh, we've not been taught correctly. And isn't that interesting? So all of those are reasons, but can anybody say to us, you know, this is, this is almost like a little bit of a, one of our workshops, isn't it, Ashley? Mm-hmm. So can anybody tell me then, A, how did we get here? And B, what are some real across the board, not just church or Christian, across the board consequences? So I'll let you all answer that, and I'm going to go on and get into the other things that I want to say. I want you to recognize that prophecy is is how God does everything. And somehow or another, the church has given it up while the world has picked it up. They stepped up their prophesying. Well, and, and it was so interesting, before they did, they talked us out of it. Yeah, well, you know, you don't want a prophet. You don't want, are you kidding me? Those people are doing your job for you. The reason prophets don't know what to do with their gift is because they let somebody else pick up the work. 
You don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, God calls me to be a prophet, and I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Hang with me. I'll tell you. I got something for you to do. I have plenty that God wants you to do, and I'm very clear on it. But you don't recognize that the more we abdicated, the more the paranoia, paranormal, I'll say paranormal, the paranormal picked it up. Isn't that an interesting thought, Ashley? Yes. Well, because I think that is that was the whole plan? Anyway, I mean, the church is a real stronghold. Yes, it is. A real stronghold. And whenever you can't take them out, then you have to convince them to surrender. Mm-hmm. And here's something that's very interesting. The church is, is a big, is a real stronghold, but the church when has surrendered to belittlement because it was belittled. You know, because let me tell you how they do it, Ashley. You're going to love this. I'm picking on you today, okay? But let me tell you how they do this. We are, every time they want to humiliate the church or belittle you into not answering your call or not taking it seriously, they take you back to all of, uh, all of the errors that the church did. Now, I want you to know humanity, these world cultures have got more errors than a book can hold, but they're still going to make us think we're the only one that has errors. I'm like, are you kidding? Let's look at the society today. Let's look at the state of the human race today under your so-called influence. Think about it. And let's look at all of the things that, that were in existence before God raised up a stronghold to counterbalance this thing. So you have got to get over your inferiority, your insecurity, and you cannot surrender to the tactic of belittlement. God said, today, that's the tactic you need to play down. This is a belittling spirit, and it wants to belittle you, make you think that what you're doing is no big deal. I've struggled with that all my days. It took me a long time to realize, wait a minute. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Back up. And when I recognized that this was a belittling tactic and there are people, like, I mean, you, you realize that there are people are always trying to belittle what you do. Yes. They're always trying to say, yeah, well, you know, I, I listen to people when they talk, oh, her little old thing, well, she's got this little old meeting and this little, that's a belittling spirit. Well, yeah, well, you know, you might be doing that, but it's, you're not getting the numbers and so on, so you're not getting the people, you're not getting belittling. And I want you to know that God says to me, that he gives you permission to shut down that belittling spirit. And sometimes it means you're no good, and sometimes it just is not doing itself any good. Sometimes people belittle other things because they didn't do it. Sometimes they belittle it because they can't do it. Sometimes they belittle it because you're doing it so well that you're making what they're not doing a neon sign. Uh, yeah, well, then that's, I mean, belittling is the strong deflection of tactics. Honey, we need to know that. And, redirect it. and how about this one? Dismissing. You know, that dismissiveness is also one. Can you give a sample of dismissiveness? I like it when we do this, so give me a sample of what you would call dismissiveness. Um, like you said, um, we talk about, let's say you in general, a person is saying a breakthrough that they've had, mm-hmm. and they're excited about it, they're talking about it, and the belittler like will Belittler. come along and let you know, well, that's fine and good, but, but. they will compare you to somebody who has bigger numbers mm-hmm. or someone who has more favor or somebody who has a, a parent, mm-hmm. something greater than you, and all of a sudden your moment is not a moment. <laughs> your moment is another setback. 
It's a reminder of what you haven't achieved. It is, and, the, you know, the list goes on and on and on. So the belittler is, and usually I would say when I've dealt with belittling people, it's a reflex. It is. They don't even think about the fact that that is what they do first, last, and in between. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we've discovered that it's um, someone who hasn't gone the distance to what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, are not compliant with God or in life in general, and or they have believed that what you are doing can't work mm-hmm. or won't work the way you're doing it. So any monumental or, or major, minor, whatever, breakthrough, elevation, congratulations from other people, public acknowledgement will still come down to, yeah, but. Yeah, but. I mean, it's still not. And that belittler is a real thing, you know, because people are so frustrated with what didn't work in their lives. Sometimes they even think they're doing you a favor. Well, don't get too excited. Well, don't get too hyped up. Well, you don't want your best hype of faith because now we've theologized it. You know, we've theologized belittling. Yeah, well, you know, we'll sit there and say, despite not the day of small beginnings, you'll listen to five months of sermons on that, and then you come and tell them about your courage to begin something. Yeah, well, then you, then you get belittled. It's like, we are, you know, this is kind of confusing, guys, you know, and very contradictory. And I think another thing about belittling is when people say to you, um, when, you when you do it and you're celebrating and your moment gets uh, discrushed, and what they say, well, I just don't want you to be disappointed when it dies or when it doesn't last. Or when it, so I, I don't need you to be my savior. I'm going to stomp you now. Yeah, let me crush you now. Let me kill now, this thing now. And, and this, <laughs> this is on something. I mean, it's not even a fact. The thing hasn't even died yet. It hasn't mm-hmm. gone sideways. It hasn't it's still growing. And you do it not meaning to 
sabotage them, but subconsciously your defenses have been programmed to sabotage what comes against you or what threatens you. So now here you are, this leader and this, and this poor person, because they don't want to believe that God, they miss God, so they're sitting there allowing themselves to take these, these little innuendos, these, um, these barrages, and on and on and on. They're allowing themselves to do that because God has yet to tell them, shield up. And God has to tell them that. But while you're doing it, that, those words are taking on a magnetic quality. And they're drawing those people because things bring forth of their own kind, and they appeal to their compliment. Oh, come on. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. You know I got it. And so those words begin to appeal to their complement, and we need completer uh, because complement means complete. So they begin to appeal to their complement, and so this person can't get out of the cycle of criticism and, and can't get out of it. And the more the cycle of criticism goes and the more the leader tells other people what they feel and they begin to guard you and they begin to block you, the more that happens, the more it multiplies. So next thing you know, you are a weed field of criticism and rejection that started with someone that you trusted your your weakness to, your ignorance to, your your vulnerabilities to, and you started that way. And so that's why God says in Job how forceful are right words. It's unfortunate that so many trans, translations have wrecked the, 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 the power of Scripture, but he said, but how forceful are right words. And so you, when you are in a, a leadership position, you've got to master constructive criticism and then positive reinforcement in the same breath, people have got to leave your presence knowing that they're correcting themselves and they've not been crucified. So when you think about authority figures in your mouth, your words will keep ringing because you have an anointing and, a, and, a, and an angelic guard and a demonic opposition that will keep reverberating those words in that person's mind and in their lives. So eventually they don't want to do anything for God. When they do come out, they're, they're sullied, they're toxic, they're, they're wounded, they're, they're infected, and that's years before they want to do anything else for God. You have to be very careful. Even if you have to get sharp, they need to know that sharpness is for their good. Paul said that my authority is for edification and not destruction. So when I, when I exercise my authority, I should be building more than I am tearing down. And this is for leaders, it's for teachers, it's for coaches and trainers, managers. You can say all day long, yeah, well, you know, I have to be stern. Being stern, being firm is not the same as being destructive. It's motive. People have to know that you are targeting what is holding them back, not what's irritating you. They have to, they got to know the difference between your pet peeves and their personal development. Is this talking to some of you all? So that's why, you know, this whole thing, well, God told me I'm a leader, so I'm just going to leave. No, you need communications classes. You need developmental classes. You need training. A lot of those prophecies were right, but they were, they were delivered so poorly, you didn't even act on them. They, they prevented you from acting on them responsibly. 
because of the cruelty, because of the cruelness. And I have, you know, I have a whole manual, you know, one of my classes. We walk through these kinds of things and lay out these issues. So when you are a leader, you have authorized every spirit in the sound of your voice to go out and reinforce what you say to and about your people. And they keep doing it when you long since forgot the conversation. Is that talking to you guys? I am very careful when I have to, and she will tell you when I have to do, I know people think because I'm direct and I'm straightforward, they think I'm cruel, but I'm not. You can speak to that. Oh, I can. Oh, my goodness, we already know. I mean, you correct in so many ways that by the time we get to, if we get to confrontation, it's because the other person is totally resistant to every other form of shaping and molding. Mm-hmm. You are very slow. You know, the whole process, first of all, for dealing with people, are very slow to confrontation. So when it comes to head-to-head, that means that uh, private conversations and, hey, go study and read this and those one-on-one mentorships over dinner, those informal things in the car ride to the <laughs> <laughs> all the places that that happens has been ignored or overridden or not dealt with. And so by the time we escalate to that, mm-hmm. that's the last resort. I mean, that's how you mentor. It's true. That is the last resort it really is. for you. And so when it comes to blows, it's because... Everything else has been blown off mm-hmm. by the mentee or the person that you are. I mean, the, if, it's, mm-hmm. if they're not your mentee or somebody close to you, it's not even going to get that far. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I don't come close you to don't, them. You don't deal with them like that. I don't. I'm glad you shared that because, you know, it's very difficult when you have the truth of God, you have the word of God, you have the righteousness of God, and you have all of this manuals and texts and books and all of those kinds of things. I have so many uh, instruments, you would agree, Ashley, that, that are in place that in my system that do the work for me mm-hmm. before I ever have to get there. You know, I don't. Ha- I mean, I literally like this thing moving by the power of what I've designed and instructed. So there are a whole lot of things that I never deal with because I don't have to. And I don't have to because I have in place systems that do that work for me, you know. And because it does, by the time I get, they get close enough, first of all, they get close enough for me to call them a mentee, they ought to have cleaned up a lot of things or at least committed to the cleanup. A lot of times people are, they're not always clean, but they're committed to it. You know, they need a, some people just need a reason. I need a reason to change my life. I need a reason to shed this. I need a reason to let that go. Well, I'll give you those reasons for you to change your life and shed those things and to let those negative things and adverse things go. But there is not that. It is very rare that I'm going to do that because I know my, the power that God gives his office over his sheep. I know that. I don't want you to go to sleep at night with my negative, destructive words ringing in your ear unless you've heard me wrongly. Which you, broken people don't, don't hear straight. They, they just don't. You know, we all hear according to uh, brokenness. And if that broken place has not been fixed or you're shielding it with defenses that will prevent any wisdom from getting in, well, yeah, that's going to happen for you. But if you are that person who says, I am ready to go to this and do this with God, I'm ready to do it, and I'm ready to... Again, remember how I started this conversation, put my sword down, drop my guard with you. Now, I have people who do that with me. They're not going to do it to anybody else. 
And other folks coming in trying to do that. I'm telling you, other guards are doing that sort of. For you. Okay? And have said, no, I do this because her, she's my mentor. But I don't exploit that. I am looking for a product with mentorship. I'm looking to reproduce fruit that stands. I don't need weeds. And I don't need devastated folk pretending that they're okay. I'm, I'm looking for powerful fruit. And I know the product. When I mentor somebody, I know exactly what I'm going after because I already know the finished product, and I'm going after that finished product. And they'll tell you when they first enter the mentorship with me, I'll say to them, this is why I'm in your life. These are the things that God is going to do. This is who you're called to be, and these are in the way. Now, she will tell you we do it over and over again. Been doing it since 1987. And I'm still doing it that way today because no matter how many people you know, flounder and fall, it still doesn't mean it doesn't work. Part of where we are, Ashley, you can bear witness to that, is that while I was growing through and, and this thing still testing this way, the other move was winding down, and people were filled with the other move, which is why God does such a great work on talking about new wine, new wine skins, and new garments. You cannot say goodbye to the old if you don't want to dump out the wine, toss out the wine skin, and take off the garment. Is this, are, are you all flowing with me on this? Because some of you all are mentors, but others of you are wondering, well, where am I supposed to go and how am I supposed to know if, if this is the right person or if I'm going to get that from, the, from this person or that person? I am very influential. I'm not going to kid you about that, but I don't play with Jesus Christ and I don't hurt a sheep. Now, some people, they, you know, some people just need more therapy than I want to give. That's fine. But if you're talking about how we're going to do that as an authority figure, an authority figure should not slay you. You should not be left flayed. You should not be left striped. Jesus already took the stripes, so he's not looking for that. And trust me, when, if I have people, because God knows that I will pull back, so if they, are, if they become headstrong and adamant with me, God walks them out of my life. He just walks them out because he knows that I don't want it on my record that I wrecked his people in his record. Now, if somebody else, you know, people say what they said, but a lot of people don't even know what they're talking about. They don't know what good mentorship is, just like a lot of ch- I mean, children who are adopted don't know what good parenting is. You know, you don't know, you're just going by your emotions, so somebody has to help you and set that in motion. Hey, Ashley, the question that I asked, the two questions, did you get any comments on those? I did, but I would like to go to your guest. Okay. If we could. All right. Time. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was so with you. I know. I know this is the last week of guests. Okay. All right. We need guests. Yes, we do. Guests are good. <laughs> okay, we have um, one of our other near council members, Apostle Juan Holmes Robinson from Jacksonville, oh. Florida. Oh, that was worth an introduction. I'm trying not to. Yay! <laughs> I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited because I was about to say, oh, my goodness, can we top what she's talking about? (laughs) You know, you and I can anyhow. We have a whole other wavelength, girl. Right, right, right. So uh, I'm your surprise. And on that note, I'm I'm here to say happy anniversary. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Yes, of course. My pleasure, my pleasure. The other thing I wanted to say regarding uh, this fourth year or four years on media, uh, from a from my perspective as someone who is an apostle to media as well, 
uh, you have to recognize that once you can push through the fourth year, I believe uh, big things are in store because uh, from that perspective, you know that you have traction not just locally, but you really do have the traction globally that begins to um, reach really the four corners of the earth. So I think it's very monumental uh, to celebrate that and to push forward knowing that indeed uh, the sky is the limit, but really not the sky, the whole the, the whole earth is the limit as you really think about uh, where God is calling you to go on those streams and on those airways. Well, you, you know, I need to hear that. I mean, that is encouraging to my heart, and I need to hear it. And I need to hear it because it's been just a wonderful journey, but it's great to know that I've done four years. And I know that you know media, so you're speaking from both the spirit of God and the spirit of this sphere. Right, because it takes discipline to really uh, get the traction that people want in media, but many times because they don't press through um, the obstacles of media, they never begin to really see the fruit of their labor on media and through media because they throw in the towel or they, yeah, quit uh, right before you really begin to see the traction. That is sound wisdom. I'm glad to hear you say that. And it still goes on to what I was saying earlier, wouldn't you say, that, you know, we have to know what to expect, and people like you who have gone before can help people who are entering that thing and to help them uh, take it on realistically with a very sober view. We, you know, one thing people don't get is sober counsel today, would you say? Oh, yeah, definitely, because the sober counsel will tell you when it comes to media. Now, look, I'm giving out free advice, my goodness, to all your if people who are listening. But this is good stuff. This is, this is important. Uh, when it comes to media, you can't get excited about what happens in three months. It takes three months for people to even know that you're there. So it's going to take mm-hmm. a whole other three months for people to start even t- tuning in, and you are not going to really see any type of, of, of excitement that will make you want to keep going in the first three months or even the first six months or even year because you're barely getting any kind of penetration. But your discipline is what's going to take you past it to get to like a four-year mark where you, can, where you know that you know you have an audience. Well, I have to tell you, that is rich counsel, and this is Apostle Dwan Holmes Wallinson, who is a near council member, and she's also the founder of GICMP, which is the Global Institute of Churches and Marketplace Profits. She has been in media, and the reason that I'm saying this is because you, you kind of need that counsel, and I want people to find you, you know, so tell them how to find you. <laughs> You can find me on glow, at globalpropheticinstitute.com, globalpropheticinstitute.com, or apostledewan.com, and you spell my name, D-W-A-N-N, D-W-A-N-N. And I, I've been really, it's so funny, uh, a long time ago I wrote a, I wrote kind of an ebook on on what to do with media, especially for African-American uh, pastors as well. And so I'm thinking about republishing that on a whole other scale because I see we need help. Well, I th- yeah, they do. Well, and not only that, I think another turn of this that's very important, you've kind of got me enthusiastic, is that that whole social media piece. 
because they, you know, you tend to think that because social media is largely on your terms, it's on your turf, it's your way. You tend to think that there are no rules or there are no principles that that govern it. And I think that that piece has to happen, you know, if you're trying to be taken seriously. And so, if a person wanted to be taken seriously on in this uh, modern social media environment, what would be your counsel? Oh, my counsel would be to be just as disciplined with your social media posts and and your uh, consistency as you are on your media broadcast. So if you have a TV broadcast or, you know, say like, you know, this one or radio, if you be just as consistent on social media. There's nothing worse than someone expecting that they can come to your page at 11 p.m. for prophetic mentorship and they come there and you're not there. Because you decided, oh, my goodness, I have a stomach ache, so I'm not going to do it today. Um, <laughs> and the other thing that I think people forget about social media is that it reaches way more uh, numbers uh, quicker, faster, and sometimes more uh, potently than some of the things that we're, we've been past media, like TV or what have you, because we can see uh, immediately the numbers and we can see how much traction we're making. And then, you know, we can also advertise on that. But again, it takes consistency and it takes discipline and it, take, it takes pressing past your flesh of not wanting to simply because you can't. I love it. I'm telling you, that kind of counsel is priceless, people, because you, you know, today, especially with the very casual attitude about everything we, we do, I mean, she pointed out the fact that the, even though it's in your hands, it's not really in your control. Because people will come because they know you're going to be there. I can, I go on trips, I travel, I don't miss Tuesday and Thursday unless I'm in the air. If I'm not in the air, we're going to be in a corner, we're going to be somewhere. And now after a year of doing this, we have people talking about, I don't know what I'd do if you weren't there. I don't, I can't ever, I mean, you can't ever stop. And you know what? This is my contribution to them and to the people of God. And she's right. It reaches more than you think because there are people who take it down and never have to come to your site again to look at it. I didn't know that they can do that, but they do, you know, and they copy or whatever they do. And they, and so you're in a whole a different pool or a lot of different pools and you don't know that you are. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, definitely, because here's what you have to also keep in mind. Uh, we reach more than our friend base, all right? We, we reach more than our friends, our social media friend base. So with that in mind, we have to understand there will be forwards, there will be tags, there will be things like that that we never can really uh, tap into or really see, but we have to understand that they're reaching others as well based off of what we say and what we do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to know everything. And, know it. and, you know, that's just like Nielsen ratings. That's why for TV they have that because they know there's, there are people watching that you don't necessarily know who are watching, so you've got to come up with a system that really shows us to a certain extent that, that reach. And so, yes, uh, even on Facebook, uh, Periscope, there is a global reach that sometimes we may never know about until all of a sudden we get the call from South Africa or we get the call from Germany and they say, oh, I watch you every day. Because simply uh, because of our public pages, we don't necessarily, you know, see them as friends or as those contacts, but it's reaching way more than we can ever imagine. So, but you do cost consultation in this area, is that right? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, 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 yes. Do media consultation or social media consultation um, as it relates to uh, building your page, building your audience, building your brand uh, via social media the right way. So let me encourage you because, you know, NEAR is a collaborative, and we always seek to collaborate and bring the expertise of our different members, particularly our leaders, to the wider body of Christ. I, I know this woman. I'm close with her. We have been close for a lot of years, and I'm telling you, this kind of counsel is worthwhile. So if you say, I want to see if I can get the best out of my social media, I'm just going to start there. Sometimes we need to go baby steps. You know, we don't need to try to get the world. So <laughs> I want to, you know, we can get, we can just take it through a straw instead of, you know, a cannon. But if that's what you want or you feel like God is doing, or if she said something that really struck you, hey, don't miss this moment. I'm going to have her give you her contact again and just take a moment and say, you know what, I don't know whether I'm a candidate for what you do or whether it's useful or not, but what I do want to do is at least get a consultation and, and make that consultation and find out because some of you all, you know, you, you are getting, you know, maybe a dozen or so people, she can get you up to hundreds if you know how to work it correctly. So before you leave us, one more time, tell them how to reach you <laughs> and what you do just before you leave. All right, all right. So, again, one of the things that I do is media cons- consultation, media consulting, really grooming you where we groom you for media, whether it's locally for your TV uh, or globally or even for social media. Uh, you can find me at ApostleDewan.com, ApostleDewan, that's D-W-A-N-N.com, or GlobalPropheticInstitute.com. Again, GlobalPropheticInstitute.com. And then let me give you our toll-free number, 877-595-9117. I'm at extension 3. Again, 877-595-9117. I'm at extension 3. Thank you so much, Dr. Price. I appreciate that. And once again, congratulations for those four years and what God is doing. And I'm sure as you press on through, uh, we'll continue to see you reach uh, higher levels uh, that even you will be surprised about. Amen. Thank you, too. Have a great weekend. God bless you. We'll talk soon. Okay. okay God bless you. Folks. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, folks. I, I, that was an unexpected guest all together. I enjoyed it. I always like listening to her, the way she just develops people. You know, we've got quality folks in there just really quality folks. So what is NEAR? NEAR is my apostolic prophetic collaborative, and it's NEAR stands for New Era Apostleship Restitution. If, you want, if you're tired of being alone, if you feel like you would like to have just partners in various things, even people that bounce ideas off of, if you have a venture that you would love to find out if you can get someone else to help you do, you need to join NEAR. And when you do, you can join as basically as a member, or you can join for collaboration, or you can join for covering. It is your choice. We have three ways for you to engage in us as a member where you get information, counsel, various member benefits. But the benefits increase as your membership status increases. If you're interested, it's very simple to do so. Just go to the site, join near, all one word, J-O-I-N-N-E-A-R, 
Com. When you get there, you'll meet the people, you'll see what's going on. And uh, we're different. I know that you want to think, okay, God, not another network. No. As you can see, we are collaborative. And we, and you, the ideas and the innovations that these people bring and the strength that they bring from the prayers every day, they pray every day. Our team prays for our new members every day single day. There's a group being prayed for, etc. You get intercessory coverage. You get apostolic and prophetic wisdom as well as coverage. You get opportunities to talk with or to get other um, resources into your organization. It is not static. It is not flat. So if you feel like that's for you, join near J-O-I-N, N-E-A-R, dot com. It'll be a blessing. Okay, Prophet Ashley, now we'll go back to where we were before. How did we get here? And what are the consequences? Okay, a few of them were, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. And then this place in the church, disobedience. I like that. That's 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 frontal. Someone else said the church is gullible. Actually, they asked, why is the church gullible? (laughs) And it was a whole other statement. But gullibility and following man and not pressing into the things of God. Excellent answers, don't you think? For the top ones. And the consequences of these, uh, ignorance, mm. deception, and being pimped out. <laughs> I'd love to know who that was, being pimped out. Pimped you out. Exactly. And how about this, being upstaged and replaced? Mm. Because we have been upstaged and replaced. But Dr. Price is fixing that. Because, you know, honey man Jesus, we got to treat our Savior better than that. I think that as we begin to move forward into how God wants to do it, I want you to just for a moment talk about the um, this weekend. And let's not forget, June is coming. Yes, it is. Okay, this weekend, as in tomorrow. As in tomorrow. Tomorrow evening in Mount Vernon, New York, you are going to be teaching Prophetic Ed. As the author of the Prophet's Dictionary. Me. The Prophet's Handbook. That too. Prophecy, God's Divine Communications Media. Me. The Call to Prophesy. Me. Which you find in our trainings only. Uh-huh. 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 When they go to the site, wait. Uh-huh. 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 Instructing the contemporary prophet. Me. All right, you are in authority. You're not guessing. You're not trying. Mm-hmm. You're not stabbing in the dark. Anything in corporate America, uh, everybody knows. When a master is coming to train, you drop what you're doing and make it happen to be there. And let's not forget the standardized ministry assessment. The standardized ministry assessment. Ah, Series. Series, PAQ. Okay, and so we kick off this evening. I'm sorry, we. We don't. Uh, (laughs) Tomorrow evening at 7.30 p.m. for registrants. You must register. Registration is is very uh, nominal. It's like $59. At this point, Friday night, registrants only, 7.30, like you said, that will not be Periscope. Saturday, the 29th, um, it'll be you and the Dawkins throughout the day, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., but God, registrants only. Okay, and then Sunday, April 30th, 10 a.m. is church for everyone. Woo! And we're going to be talking about... Organic, culturally modified, don't get sprayed. Touch your mixes. Where are you on the meter? You like the meter, do you? She 
said we got to meet her. <laughs> and then in June, in June, 21st through the 24th, in Tulsi Town, Tulsa, Oklahoma, is the Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute, the, the, the training institute of the year. Yes, it is. It's here in our hometown, in our home turf, and um, it's you. And we have breakout sessions in the evenings. There are other speakers that will be there. It is like no other type of event. Near comes together mm. in Tulsa in June and November. The apostles come in. The prophets come in. They're bringing their team, the excitement, the buzz that's in the air. It's like a family reunion. The hotel staff gets a kick they out do. of the <laughs> Because people come back and it's like, oh, my God, it's an eye. And now with social media, it's so easy to maintain friendships. It is. To grow friendships. And they said, it's like a family, you're eventually like family reunions. I mean, people come back together. And so everybody just knows everybody? Well, they do now. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do, do now. now. Mm-hmm. People come who that are friendless. They have no friends. They have no family. People don't understand them. They build relationships. And I would say that even that relationship factor is a huge part of the training mm-hmm. factor with you because you are a human architect. You are a people builder. I love building people. But you also believe in building the family of God. Yes. And there are people who came the first time we met them very lonely, beat up, rejected, mm-hmm. kicked out by everybody under the sun, and they found their place here and their identity through the training. Yes, they did. So press your way to New York. Press your way to Tulsa. And everywhere else you're going to show up because this thing is mobile. It's moving. It is on the move everywhere. Every time you turn around, there's going to be a prophetic head somewhere. Uh, so show up in June here in Tulsa. It, it just it blows my mind. Every event, especially with near involved, each one gets better. Mm-hmm. It does. And so what happens is every year people say, "Oh, this was the best one." I know. Or no, this was the best one. Oh, no, this. Okay, last year was really good, but this one. And it keeps getting better. And it keeps getting better because God keeps unloading more and more of himself and get, letting us meet his world. You know, sometimes you, you may enter God's word, but if you don't stay in the word, you never get into God's world. You know, you'll get into the church's world, but you don't get into God's world. And that's what we bring. I think it's also interesting that you mentioned two things that I'd like to talk about. Number one, guys. Prophetic Ed is going to be everywhere. You want a Prophetic Ed Institute in your church, in your neighborhood? God's called you to start a school of the prophets. You don't know how to do it. You don't know what the curriculum is. You want to have the Paula Price way of training prophets. You've seen my fruit. I can honestly say there is a Paula Price way. Let's rejoice. It's Jesus' way. It's based on knowing the operations of his hands and the, the rule of his kingdom. So if that's you, make sure that you go to my website and you just email admin or send us an email and say, you know, I want a prophetic ed in my region or in my area. I want a prophetic ed institute. I want a, a class over here. I'm ready to start. My, I want to bring my prophets into the prophetic ed model. You've been listening to me for a year. I don't have to audition, and I don't have to interview. You already know. You can go back and you can say, well, we can just get you off Periscope. Yeah, you could, but you can get the you can get what was done, not what we're doing. And if there is a difference, is that that's how we get stuck in God. We get stuck asking him what God has done, and we don't keep up. You know, and God, you have to keep up because the Lord is always on the move. So you must keep up with the Lord. And you know, sometimes you have to chase, 
Sometimes you have to skip and hop because your stride is so great. Sometimes you just have to hard out run. Well, anybody who wants to do the job right. I love that. Is going to get training and respect the training process, period. Mm-hmm. But if you want to keep doing what's free and what's easy, then you'll get the fruit of free and easy. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like these systems that we uh, use online for free. I know. And then they say if you want the paid version, well, you can keep doing this for free, and you'll get this thing over here. Mm-hmm. That's how this is. There's the free version that we get. That's true. Very informative. Empowering. Change your life. But then when you get in the training, there's a whole other list of benefits. We have people who have been with us for years who never stuck to the training. Mm-hmm. And now they are seeing where they're not mm-hmm. compared to the people who have been on board for less time, mm-hmm. maybe. Stuck to the training, never fell off. They fell off the hang on one hand and jumped back off. Yes, they did. A couple months later and finished. The fruit is undeniable. The results. Are, you cannot compare the two between free, quick, and easy and paying the price for your education. Smart. And that's also why we push and encourage people to pay mm-hmm. for all of the benefits that open up all of mm-hmm. the services. If anybody has done an online service, when you see the free and, you know, building websites, those are the same. There's the free app. Mm-hmm. Which you, get free, you do three things. And then you do the $9.99 and then the $19.99. And then the, the more you pay, the, the more, more they features get. they mm-hmm. open up to you and the more beneficial it is if you're going to do something with all of that. And so make it a priority. Mm-hmm. To be here, make it a priority to be in New York because you. Anybody who walks away from it, they're like, "Oh wow!" So what you say online is nothing. They tell me that all the time, don't they? Nothing. I want to say this: when you, you know, she's so right about the whole thing. We're so accustomed to God's leaders getting one thing or another thing, and I'm not putting that down. I'm just telling you where we are. We're accustomed to them getting, you know, you're mastering this one book and you're selling this one book and you're, you know, building everything around this one book or whatever. But uh-uh, that's not who we are. We have the fullness of God's prophetic institution, the one that dates back from Abel till the spirit and the bride says come. Yes. We can empower you. We can employ you. We can deploy you competently. And make sure that you're capable enough to not only prophesy, but prosper as a prophet of the Lord Jesus Christ. This thing is, I don't care how simple we say, simply we say it, it's massive. So if you want prophetic ed or you're called or you have a school of the prophets and I can't get them to do anything or, or we've hit our level or we keep running around and around, don't assume that what you see is all there is to get, okay? I am so not a wig. And I need you to want to be to be the best. I call for the elite. I don't apologize. I want the best of the best because I believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, who shed His blood for us, deserves an elite force. Um, I, I know we had the people who want to, you know, you want to be self-effacing. I'm just going to eat the dust on the ground. You do that, but I'm going to stand 
up in the high places to make sure that what comes against him and his kingdom is counteracted by what we do. So I want you to decide. Think about it. Dr. Price, I think I want to talk more about having a prophetic ed. I think I want to talk about establishing a prophetic ed school or a prophetic ed institute or whatever else in my region. I'm telling you, this is powerful, folks, and this is a get-on-board time. Hey, Ashley, speaking of get on board, let's talk about we have people coming home. I don't know if any of them are on today. They are. We have uh, one of your viewers said, man, I need to move to Tulsa. Somebody said, I wish I could with tears. Linda said, I did move to Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> said, I am moving to Tulsa. how many people are relocating here because of what God is doing. Janita, family and I are here. <laughs> oh, I know. Hey, Janita, I'm going to open up the phone to you because I want you to tell people you shared a testimony that I think is worthwhile um, with Chief, and I would love to hear that testimony. So when we go to the calls, I need you to be there so when Prophet Ashley sees you, Hallelujah, you're going to speak. Now, now, now Janita, I know you be the preacher. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Because every Facebook, do you not see her on Facebook? Well, glad you're here, so-and-so. Well, did you, did you, you have your pen and paper? Oh, I'm glad you're here. Boy, this is great. Now, listen, listen, pay attention. I mean, that is powerful. <laughs> but you you brought, you and your seven-year-old, nine-year-old, is she nine now? Because, you know, I never yeah. know. Your nine-year-old daughter came cross-country because of something. And people need to hear that. You all are saying, I need to move to Tulsa. I wish I could move to Tulsa. First of all, if you feel that's your call and it's got to be, then, sweetheart, you don't have to worry about how you're going to get here because the Lord will do that. We're watching him do miraculous things, wondrous things, for people to come under scripturally organic, culturally unmodified Christianity. You, yeah. you know, you, wanna, you want the answers? This is it. And right now, since I am the birther, the founder, the begetter, and the beginner, it's here in Tulsa. Ultimately, we're going to have people come in. We're, we're, we're working on dorms and things like that for you. We're going to have you come in, spend three months or, you know, two weeks or whatever you can do, and, and take this flame back to you. Because Jesus didn't keep everybody with him. He sent other people back home. He said, go home and take this to your world. So this is a big thing, scripturally organic, culturally modified. If you are out in the wilderness, if you're alone, if you can't find anybody that brings life, all of these people will tell you the life that God has breathed into this world and breathed into this thing. It is awesome. We're stunned. And you, they, they hit the ground and say, I'm home. They know it. They drive it. I'm home. I'm coming home to scripturally organic culturally unmodified Christianity, where you know what? Jesus reigns. And that's important because we say it, but we show you how to do it. So I don't know about you, but I think Prophet Adia is probably ready to say something. Is there anything you'd like to say before we let her in? <laughs> and a cute one she got too, I heard. All right, God is doing it. Okay, so who, uh, Prophet Adia, are you on the line? I am. I am. I, you know, I don't have anything to add. There's so much that has been said today. Um, I think it was a powerful training on mentorship. Prophet Ashley gave the announcements about the events. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. You guys took my job today. I don't have anything to add. (laughs) We still need you, Prophet. 
Well, I have enjoyed it. I really have. I thought it was powerful from start to finish. Well, just don't listen. Don't think you got downtime, girl. <laughs> All right, don't fall into the downtime mode. Hey, probably did. But what is it that you do on Saturday mornings that we need to share? Oh, yes. Well, on Saturday mornings, we have a brand-new channel on YouTube.com. It's called Kingdom 5 Student Ministries. And every Saturday morning, we feature a new episode for young people um, ages 8 through 12. So right now, the series that is on is Saturday Morning Kids, which is a devotional series. And from what I hear, Dr. Price, people of all ages have been enjoying this series, but it's geared towards ages 8 through 12. Um, and we are working on new programming. So we'll, we'll have some programs up for teens soon, and then we'll be switching off to a summer program uh, called uh, Super Kids Summer, where we're dealing with all the superheroes of the scriptures. So it is a channel that really is designed for five-fold kids. We tackle some things that you may not hear on traditional evangelical kids programming because we talk about the prophetic, we talk about the apostolic, and so we're doing our best to tackle five-fold issues for five-fold kids. So it's really ideal for apostolic churches, for prophetic churches that are looking for kids programming uh, where they don't shy away from the prophets and prophetic topics where they would be able to reinforce what they're teaching. So that's what we're doing on Saturdays. Well, I love it. And why did I make her have her say this? I made her say it out loud. First of all, she's very good at it. But because she is the fruit yeah. of the program, and she found her identity. And you notice it's not a, it's not a clone of me. She's dealing with the children. That, because when you're under sound leadership and sound mentorship, you not only find your home, you find your place and you know where you fit and and God begins to strengthen you there. So I'm excited. I am so when I first met her, she was in college and I said, but you're gonna be known as Miss Adia throughout the world because you have an anointing for kids, apostolic prophetic kids in particular, you have an anointing for bringing them into purpose. So listen, parents and uh, you know, household leaders have your children, if they're between the ages of 8 to 12, have them tune in to Miss Adia, who is talking to five-fold kids. Because when do we start getting them ready for God? The reason the prophetic and the apostolic have been squelched is because we didn't start getting them ready young enough. Now we are addressing that. So again, what time, Prophet Adia? New episodes are up by 10 a.m. every Saturday. And the, uh, what do they put into YouTube to find you? Yes. Okay. So you can put Kingdom 5, no spaces. It's five all spelled out. Kingdom 5, no spaces, uh, student ministries on YouTube. And what happens is once we get to over 100 subscribers, we can get our own uh, web address on YouTube. So to make it a lot easier for everybody to find us. So we're working towards that. And you can subscribe to our channel to help us reach that goal. So look us up. Kingdom 5, no spaces, all spelled out, Kingdom, F-I-V-E, Student Ministries on YouTube, and you'll be able to find us there, and you can subscribe. Now, listen, so we put, we put, a, listen, we put a little test out there for you. So what are we doing? We're going to get them over 100, and we can do that. We can get them over 100 so they can get their own channel, and your children can have their own Kingdom 5, five-fold broadcast for themselves on YouTube. So, hey. 
Don't miss that. And we'll put it on my website for, um, it should be on the website. Isn't it on the website? It should be on the website. And, yes, I do promote my fruit. I do because, hey, we need to cover the blanket, the earth. We need to cover it, and then we need to blanket it. So don't forget we got Prophet Ashley. Oh, you're going to be doing. Yes, in the midnight hour. When?
feed to the website, which means that you'll always get a notification when the Paula Price Show is about to go live. Again, that website is blogtalkradio.com slash Paula Price Show. And we want you to be a Paula Price Show listener. We're here every Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. This is your apostolic and prophetic radio broadcast. So don't forget to put us in, save the date, and be here Thursdays. If you are a podcast listener, big shout out to all my podcast listeners on the line today. If you love to listen to podcasts, The Paula Price Show is on the iTunes podcast library. So if you want to carry the Paula Price Show via your mobile device or your iPad, wherever you are on the go, you'll be able to listen to the broadcast. What happens is as soon as the show is finished broadcasting, usually within an hour or two, the new show is available via the podcast library. And if you hit subscribe on the iTunes podcast app, then that means whenever there's a new show posted, you'll get a notification that it's available for you to take a listen. So that way you can take the Paula Price Show on the go and be able to listen to all the show archives whenever you'd like at your convenience. So we encourage you, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the Paula Price Show via iTunes. We are working on coming to an Android library near you. So Android users, we are coming. We are, we're pushing, pushing to have the Paula Price Show available on the podcast features on the Android device. So stay tuned for more details on that. As you guys heard earlier, the Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute is coming, coming, coming. Those dates again are the 21st through the 24th of June, the 21st to the 24th of June. So if you're listening on the line today and you're saying, I really want more details, I want to be there with you guys in June, just visit us online at drpaulaaprice.com. Again, drpaulaaprice.com. Visit us online there, and you'll be able to see all the details for the Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute online under the event tab, all right? So you want to click events, and then you'll be able to register. Listen, don't miss out on this because early bird ends May 1st. That's right. Early bird registration ends on May 1st. So make sure you get in on this because May 1st is just a few days away. The early bird registration is $99. After May 1st, the registration is going to go up to $125. So make sure you register before May 1st to get get in on that early bird deal. If you are wanting to bring a team of prophets or a team of prophetic types out here for the Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute, then you can actually go for a group group rate. So groups of five or more, there's a special group rate for that. And then groups of 10 or more, a special group rate for that. So again, visit us online at drpaulaaprice.com for all of the current event rates so that you'll know what you need to do to register for this year's Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute. We will see you there. We are saving a seat for you. So don't miss out on this. All right. I'm going to turn it over to Prophet Ashley right now so we can take your calls. And as I'm doing that, I'll just remind you to join Dr. Price in New York this weekend. She's going to be in Mount Vernon, New York, and those details are online at drpaulaprice.com. All right, guys, Prophet Ashley, turning it over to you so we can get to our callers. All right, and I am super excited about the Android option for the Paula Price show. Thank you, Prophet Adia, even though I know you are a diehard Apple person. (laughs) And we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Did you know PPM Global Resources offers prophetic advisements? Talk to our certified prophetic team of ordained prophets, apostles, and professional advisors and get the wisdom you need now. 
There's no monthly commitment required for a single session, and current students may now add on to your existing services. Choose your advisor, choose your time, then purchase your session. Book online at www.ppmglobalresources.com and click on the Advisements tab to begin your journey of prophetic advisements. Hey guys, this is Mr. Dia from Saturday Morning Kids. Every Saturday, we post a brand new episode full of God's power, full of God's word, just for kids ages 8 through 12. Subscribe to us on YouTube under Kingdom 5 Student Ministries. That's Kingdom 5 Student Ministries only on YouTube. Kids, I'm talking to you. We're diving into purpose, destiny, and God's plan for our lives. So I'll see you every Saturday for Saturday Morning Kids. Hey everyone, this is Prophet Ashley with Paula Price Ministries, and I want to let you know that Dr. Price will be in New York Friday, April 28th for the whole weekend, bringing to you Prophetic Ed. That's right, I'm telling you the truth. She'll be in Mount Vernon, New York, kicking off on Friday the 28th, Prophetic Ed. What is Prophetic Ed? She is bringing Prophetic Training Weekend to you in New York. So if you're in the surrounding areas, the surrounding states, we know some people are already traveling, you don't want to miss this opportunity to engage in prophetic training from none other than Dr. Paula Price, the author of the Prophet's Dictionary, the Prophet's Handbook, and many, many more titles. You can register at www.remnantrise.com. It's right here on the screen. Again, that's www.remnantrise.com. And for more information, you can call 1-800-320-1749. Again, that's 1-800-320-1749. If you want to know more about Dr. Price and why you should make the trip, visit her website, www.drpaulaaprice.com. Com. Again, the author of the Prophet's Dictionary and the Prophet's Handbook is going to be in New York if you are anywhere on the East Coast. And if you can jump on a plane from the West Coast, you don't want to miss this opportunity starting Friday, April 28, 2017. That's this month. It's right around the corner. It's not too late to register. We'll see you in New York. Hi, my name is Chief Prophet Tala Price, and I want to invite you to join me every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time for a riveting and exciting discussion of my favorite book by my favorite author. Yes, Before the Garden, God's Eternal Continuum, written by the one and only Dr. Paula Price. Join us on our weekly journey of studying the history of eternity as it's been revealed through scripture. Learn your God, learn your world, learn yourself, and even your Savior before time began. We're going to discuss revelationary answers to age-old questions like how did we get here? Why does our planet exist? Does it have a creator? What was on his mind concerning us? And why did he bring Christ and Christianity into our world? Topics like these and more we'll be discussing every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can join us on Facebook Live or by Periscope. For more information, visit www.tallaprice.com. That's www.tallaprice.com. 
New Era Apostleship Restitution, or NEAR, is a kingdom collaborative founded by Dr. Paula Price that unites God's New Era ministries, visions, and ventures, businesses, and professionals in powerful, productive, and profitable ways that are mutually beneficial to all involved. Based on your level of membership, joining NEAR will give you access to assessment-based coaching and mentorship, personal ministry training and education, ministry credentialing and accreditation, spiritual covering and intervention, vision and ministry development, business and professional development, and more. Visit www.joinnear.com for membership and benefits information. That's www.joinnear.com. Okay, Dr. Price, are you ready for part two of the Paula Price Show? I mean, I know you're always Price ready, show. but it's so fun to ask. <laughs> I am good and ready for this next half. Are we, do we have a Johnita on the line? We do have a Johnita on the line. Would you like to go to her first? I would love to go to her first, and then we'll go to all the other people that I have. I know I have a bunch of them, but I think they might like to listen to her story. And um, and then next week we'll have a Linda on the line. That's going to be great. Great. Yes, it will. Okay, so let's get started. I'm ready. Okay, Johnita, you are live. Your line is open on the Paula Price Show. Hello, 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 Dr. Price. How are you today? I'm excited and happy in God today. How are you, Johnita, in your new home? <laughs> I'm excited, loving it. <laughs> and Zinga's in school. Life is great. Happy to be in Tulsa. Oh, we're glad you're here. So tell me, if, if, you know, because I know you can preach my daughter, so I'm going to ask you not to, not to put the preach on today, but walk them through what made you make this decision and how you ended up saying this is the will of God for me. Um, what made me make this decision? Well, it started back, I would say, probably when I had my daughter and really wanting to be the best mom for her and making a promise to God about being the best mom. And in the interim, God began to shift my life. And when he shifted my life, um, I realized my walk with Christ had to get cleaned up. I had to get right. I had to become the best me in order to help fulfill the destiny upon her life. And in the midst of that, I cried out to the Lord, and I just said, you know, God, there has to be somebody who wants to do your perfect will on earth as it is in heaven. And voila, you appeared. <laughs> and I had your book in my house for about six years, and I never went past simply using the prophet dictionary uh, for references. But in that moment, he began to have me to uh, look you up, and I found out you had a radio show and all of that. I ordered the prophet's handbook, and next thing I knew, I was in Connecticut. <laughs> now, I I got on the road, I drove four hours up to Connecticut, and I just sat there and I observed you. I didn't know anything about your ministry. I didn't know much about you. Um, I had only been on the radio show for about two weeks at that point. But I watched you minister the word of God. 
and that's what I was looking for. I wanted someone who understood the mind of Christ Jesus, taught the mind of Christ Jesus, and wanted us to grow and become mighty uh, by following the word. Not their own version, but literally the ministry of Christ Jesus. And that's how I look at you, Dr. Price. I look at you um, literally mirroring heaven on earth. And I bless the Lord for that. But what, what blessed me even the more was as I began to introduce my children uh, to your ministry, they were on board. You know, little one just couldn't get enough. And I am amazed at how you're able to minister uh, not only to me, but I love to my entire family because this is a movement of, for my entire family, not just for me. And so in the interim, when I first came out in November, I was telling Tamara, I was standing in the back of the room. I did not know anyone. I didn't know a person at near. Uh, but I was standing there and God said that I would move here. And I was very afraid because I did not know anything, but I trust God. And so as I was standing there and I just was asking people how did they end up at your ministry, a lot of our um, testimonies were the same, just kind of led. So I say that I wasn't prepared before, but I'm glad that I'm prepared now to not only receive but begin to walk out what it is that I'm called to work, walk out. So uh, a year ago, no, when I was here in December, no, June, last June, one of your prophets, Prophet Adia, gave me a word to get ready. Uh, she said, uh, uh, God is going to move you. Now, I knew I was going to shift here. I even had things packed, but I did not know when. I was thinking June. Well, God had my oldest daughter to get into ORU uh, on a scholarship, bless the Lord. So that took place last June. And then when we came in December, it just seemed like he shut my whole life down. And what I thought was going to be in June, he began to shift my whole life for me to come here now. Um, how did I know it was now? Not only did I get a word in June, I got a word in December, but before that, God told me if I would stay faithful to him and just be patient, he would shift me out of Pennsylvania, but he would shift me to the right location. And this was the right location. And I believe it's the best move I could have ever made for not only myself, but for my children, because I know that you live with Jesus. I know that what you minister to us, you live it out. It's not something that you're just talking about. It's not something that you're requiring from us that you're not willing to do yourself or live yourself. This is um, the ministry that is setting the world on fire to be scripturally organic and culturally unmodified. So I bless the Lord. I thank not only you but your prophets for uh, praying, for keeping, you know, for sharing and welcoming us because I did not know anyone, <laughs> but I came just believing and trusting God. Well, listen, I thank you for sharing that testimony. So how do you, I mean, do you, how do you think the prophets helped you settle in? Because I understand they traveled with you for apartments and, and all kinds of stuff. I mean, this has not been just, okay, come in, drop, and hope you make it. Right. No. Um, before even get, getting here, um, I had my uh, prayer calls where we made sure we kept the fire of God on the situation at hand. Um, then when I actually physically got here, we went out searching to find the right place uh, for myself and my family because I do have uh, children in school, so it was imperative that my location, you know, I'm close to them and in a good school district. And so I, I appreciate all of the help and all of the guidance 
uh, that I receive in the prayer, which is imperative. Excellent. And then the last thing I remember, because I thank you for sharing that, but I want them to hear because, you know, I really don't think that people should have to come into something like this and like, oh, my God, I don't know which way is up, how to do it or whatever. And uh, But I really want to uh, wanted you to share that so that they would hear from someone who's done it. We'll talk with the rest of them. We have a couple more that we can talk to. But right now I'm going to say thank you for sharing your testimony and opening up your experience and your journey to us so that those who are saying, I think I should go to Tulsa. I think God is calling me to Tulsa. I think I'm supposed to move there, but I'm not sure. I mean, some people have done stepped out of the boat for God a lot of times. Like, I don't want to step out on another boat, Jesus. But I just thank you for that. So, Johnita, we'll talk soon. And meanwhile, um, until then, give my hug to that little girl of yours. I'm thinking yes. she should be settled by now. <laughs> yes. Dr. Price, may I just say this one thing to your audience? Mm-hmm. Can I say, trust what God is saying. And Dr. Price has a ministry and, and a team that is phenomenal. And if you trust in them and hear what your needs are, I mean, from job to home, hear with them, they will do what they have to do to help you to, trans, to transition in as smoothly as possible. But you have to make yourself available and trust that you're coming into um, a team work. You can't be off by yourself on your own. You have to be. You have to come into what is established here for you. And she does have a team that is here and established. So I bless you guys. Safe travels, and I pray that everybody transition in that's called to Tulsa. Come home. <laughs> Amen. God bless you, Johnita. Well, Prophet, have a great day. You too. Well, Prophet Ashley, I guess she did. She did what she did, didn't she? Um, well, that was a great commercial. It was amazing. But before we go, Ashley, tell them what else we do. We, we our people are coming in. What happens every week with those who are moved, relocating there? Can you think of that? Well, each week we have, uh, you know, broken down into small groups, cell groups. Uh, that meet once a week to revisit the Sunday messages, whether it is together in Tulsa and by phone. We are engrafting our transplants even before they get here. Once they give the absolute green light, I am moving, and they're meeting with Profitala about locations and connecting with others about jobs and whatnot. They're plugged in. So they begin to build relationships, build family here, as well as connect with the world and the spirit of the Congregation of the Mighty Ecclesial Embassy. And it is, it's hysterical, but it is great (laughs) to see each group has their own name. And on Sundays in church, they give updates, very brief updates on what was discussed in their small group. And it really helps in anchoring you before you get here, as well as the congregation that's in Tulsa can meet you, and you form your own relationships. You you get to meet the pers- some of the personalities, and it's a very uh, strategic thing that you did there to see to it that we're revisiting the messages that it's bearing good fruit, that it's being processed, and also bonding the church. Absolutely. And I love it. And so when they land, they don't land saying, okay, 
So now what? You know, now where we go? No, they land said, oh, I made it. Somebody said, welcome home. You know, and it's a really, really good thing and a big thing. It's not a magic moment, but it is a masterful plan of the Holy Ghost to welcome his family to scripturally organic, culturally unmodified Christianity. With that said, let us take some calls. Caller, caller, on the line. We have the first one is Marsha from Massachusetts. And Marsha would like some general prayer. Marsha, welcome to the Paula Price Show. Thank you. Thank you, Prophet. Good afternoon, Dr. Price. Good afternoon, Marsha. How are you doing, my girl? I am doing really good. I have to say, first of all, that I signed up for your TV. And it's just so awesome. <clears throat> you know, I'm able to learn so much on my schedule. So I can I can watch it on my phone. I can also <clears throat> use it on my TV because I have the Roku app. And the VHX channel allows you to upload your TV station to through that app. So I literally can watch you anywhere that I go. And so you become a part of my my studies, you know, I listen to something of you every single day on top of what is being done on Periscope and Facebook Live and uh, Wednesday Warriors. So I just wanted to let you know that, you know, your ministry has really blessed me and changed me. And I don't know if it makes any sense, but I feel, I feel strength inside. I, I feel smarter inside. Well, it does make great sense. First of all, I thank you for sharing that with us because we do want people to to get uh, to be subscribed to the TV channel, the TV network, because you get the answers and you get information. You get it on your terms, and also you get clean clean broadcast because you're not getting the glitches and whatever else and um and uh you know that you get online with uh you know with Facebook and Periscope. So first of all, I say thank you for that. You get around the clock training, and you can stop it and do what you want to do with it. And as far as you feel strengthened, you know the Bible says God's word is life, and I teach the word. I teach the word by the Spirit of God, and the more we teach that word, the life of God begins to connect with that new creation spirit of yours, and both begin to tend to your soul, and to, as you just said, you get answers. Do you realize how much peace there is in answers? I mean, people don't even yeah. realize. You know, when you have answers, peace comes with answers, and then uncertainty and and, uh, and uh Angst or, or fear comes with questions. Okay, so is this right? I don't know. But I tell people all the time, Jesus answers questions because he is the answer. And so that's what you're getting. And I thank you for sharing what you've shared about the uh, the TV network. And for those of you who are interested, just go to my website, drpaulaprice.com, and click I want to subscribe. And you can subscribe, <laughs> and um, every and you have 24-hour access, and we're always adding new stuff. You know, you don't have to worry about me running out. I've been at this thing so long that we're always adding new stuff, and I'm still moving forward. So thank you for that. Now, Marsha, where do we go? <laughs> I'm calling in for, for general prayer. Um <clears throat> And um, well, jeez. Um, reason why I'm asking for general prayer is because you know I go through seasons where 
um, I get a lot of um, nightmares and, and, you know, get attacked in my sleep. So, and I just went through a bout of that. It, just, it, it ended yesterday. I didn't have anything last night. Um, and so that's why I so said, I need to, you know, call and get prayer. You know, I am at a church home. I do have a, you know, a church that I attended and everything. But I felt I called last week, but I just wasn't able to get on in time. You know, you already had other calls and queue ahead of me. Um, so I said, well, I better get in the queue this week, too, though, just to get, just to get prayer. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. Whenever you have uh, episodes such as those that you are discussing right now, there is two things. There is an open door. Actually, it's three things. There's an open door in your life, whether it's something you watch, somebody you fellowship with, something you read, a program, or, or whatever, but there's an open door that's giving access. Where there is an open door that is giving access, there is also authority which tends to legitimize that. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a, a once in a while, hey, we all get that. You know, then we try to step in on everybody once in a while. But for you to have that habitually, there is something that has sanctioned that for your life, and it's, it's, um, it's giving access. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing just has to do with um, whether where your neighborhood is. Sometimes you get new powers in a the neighborhood, they, they try to come up and jump up and try to figure out where the Christians are. So those are some of the things that we need to look at. Which one of those would you say would be closer to your answer? I don't think the open door is far off, but the, the new power thing, because I've been doing something different as far as my, I've been doing two things different. Um, one is um, I started doing like the, the watch kind prayers, certain times of the day, I'll do certain prayers. And, and then the, 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 the newest thing though, is I've been, you know, doing some broadcasts and just talking a little bit about um, before the garden stuff, you know, talking about where, where did sin begin? And I have to say that that really, that started the day that I started that broadcast, that night is when the attack started, and I was getting them consistently every night, and I didn't get it last night, though. All right, so then it seems like two things are happening. Number one, you stepped in to pick up a particular message and to publicize that message without having the proper covering and the proper uh, guardianship or mantleship to protect you. People it's 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 very interesting. It's not that you're doing it wrong, and I don't really think you should stop. I do think that doing it on your own without a prayer guard and without an uh, uh, you know some sort of a covering, you are opening yourself up. Two things, two reasons why this is happening. Number one is to intimidate you into not doing it. That's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. now I'm giving you some possible answers. That's number one to intimidate you into not doing it. Number two could be that God's not ready for you to do it, um, and when mm-hmm. He's not ready for you to, He doesn't protect you um, because He wants okay. you to realize I need to do that. And then, the, and that, so I'm giving you the second one. So we have intimidation, we have prematurity, because that's really all that we're talking about. And then the last issue could very well be that you haven't um, n- nurtured that, that whatever you're broadcasting e- enough for God to say this is accurately how I want it to go. Okay. So it could be any of those three. But the last one I'm more inclined in, and that is, well, actually, I'm more inclined to the first one, and that is that the enemy does want to coward you. But understand this, when you're taking on something like before the garden, your life has got to be tight. 
not because mm-hmm. I'm saying it, but because the enemy will is look, fishing for a place to get in through it, anything to keep you from talking about this. I don't think you should stop. I'm being honest with you when I say this. I do not think you should stop. I don't. I think that, God, like God said, you know, we need more people sharing this. But I think that you do need to connect with a prayer guard, a prayer guard or, or somebody that you can pray with. Um, you know, right here, PPMG, you can sign up for the um, life advisement and get the intercessory prayer that helps you work through this. Um, so because you're taking on what God gave me, all right? That's a lot of years and a lot of war. So, you need you need to have that that shield around you, and you need some fortifications that will enable you to take this where it has to go, because a lot of people are going to pick this up. But understand, I have real real um, guards, and I have real adversaries and advocates, and they are you're talking about thirty five plus thirty plus years, thirty five years even, um, probably more than that. But you're talking about a lot of years of me learning how to buttress that. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Tyler, yeah. she may seem young, but she grew up in this. You know, mm-hmm. she's not a spiritual daughter. She is a natural daughter, and she grew up in this, and she herself has her own warfare over this. Now, the warfares shouldn't eliminate you. They should strengthen you, and that's what God wants to do. Yeah, I received everything you said um, because I've been thinking about it for a while, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't jump into it right away. And so when I finally decided to go ahead and do it, I said, I'm going to limit it. So I only do like five minutes, you know, mm-hmm. I just do five minutes. And so, and I did, I felt like, you know, like you said, like I was, the thing is trying to intimidate me, but you know, as I told you before, I used to always, I've always, you know, had nightmares and all that kind of stuff since I was a little kid. So, and then they stop. And then, so, but after listening to you, the last, I guess, six, seven months, I started tracking this. When this happens, when I start getting these nightmares, let me track and see what it is that I'm doing. You know, where I was or what I said or what I, what's new that's happening or someone new coming in or leaving out. Let me start tracking and start tracking so I can try to track what's was starting, you know, starting all this, you know, because it's not, it's not by, it's not by coincidence. So therefore, I received everything that you said, and <clears throat> and today I said, you know, I'm just going to go ahead because I did your assessment, <clears throat> I did your ministry assessment uh, six months ago, and um, I have to say that it was a very humbling experience for me. Um, I cried. <clears throat> <laughs> when I got my assessment, when I got my, I'm just being truthful, I cried, and I, I, I couldn't pick it up for a good month. I had to put it in the drawer somewhere and then finally go back to it, and so I incorporated into my prayer. You know, I, I incorporated those points into my prayers, um, <clears throat> but um, it was humbling. So um, I said, you know, today I said, I might as well go ahead and just sign up for the, you know, the monthly assessment, um, the um, uh, assessment thing you were talking about. I said, I can just go ahead and do that. That. I've been trying to do stuff to increase my income to do that, but I said, you know what? I said, everything that I've been trying to do to increase my income hasn't worked out. So why don't I just go ahead and just sign up? <laughs> just go ahead and sign up, and just you know, there are things that are opening up. Just go ahead and just sign up, um, and not use that as an excuse to not do it. Because really, quite honestly, if it's really important to me, I'll make I'll make the income. You know, I'll move stuff around in my budget, you know. 
<laughs> uh, but you know, so. golf too, and you're right because people need to do that. But when you sign up, when you get on the, at the very least, Marsha, the life advisement program, you get prayer, and that prayer moves your money. That prayer covers your life, and it moves your obstacles. We have testimony after testimony. These, you heard the woman say, I got into the prayer thing and things started changing. It's, it works because this is what God is doing. It is not, you know, it's where God is next. And whether we understand it or not, you know, he's a sovereign God. He's doing what he knows to do. But when God is with something, everything that touches it is blessed. When he wants mm. something, he's lost it. Everything is blessed. You can, when you put your hand to it, because he has already impacted it providentially, he's impacted it spiritually, he's you know, impacted it in every kind of way, he's blessed it. So when, it's, when God has put his blessing on something, and he has put his blessing on this, particularly scripturally organic Christianity, Everything is blessed. So we're watching miracles that we don't have anything to do with. He's just doing them all by himself and um, because this is what he wants. He has to affirm this. So even if money is tight for you right now, this is one investment you want to make. You know, if this is not something where people are like, okay, I'm confused again, whatever. No, people are like, wait a minute, but there's something here. That life, that spark of life, that, that's Jesus. And so he is going to bless you for wanting to become a partaker and a convert to this thing because God needs your strength. He needs your boldness, and you need a true renovation in your life. Mm. Mm. Yes. It's going it's to be good for you. So go ahead on and make the investment, you know, because then you'll end up, I, I don't know how often you get a prayer call, like I should know, but I don't, but you get the counsel, you get the prayer call, you get that intercession that you need and you and the wisdom. And, and depending on what it is, whatever your program is, and I don't know how uh, the only advisor would know that, but whatever it is, this is a full package, and it fills in the gaps. It fills in the gaps that you're getting. You're doing a lot. You're very aggressive. You sound like you're a very aggressive lady. You're very aggressive and committed. You seem determined. Hey, let's go on and get the whole thing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All righty. So that's what I'm going to do. Meanwhile, I want to, I'm going to talk to you about the nightmares as far as that goes. When you are prophetic and you are meant to be uh, prophetic in that kind of seer type of thing, you're going to always struggle with nightmares because the enemy is trying to get on your channel before you know that, no, it is a channel. So that's the first thing. The second thing is when you took up before the garden, you put yourself on my radar. Mm-hmm. So see that, cause see, I, come on. I just know what to do about it. I, you know, cause to me, you know, we've been at this a long time after all of this. I'm like, we're not doing that, but we're going to make this happen. So let me just pray. And um, we're going to pray about it, but God just wants you to be outfitted for this and furnished. Remember I gave you those two words, outfitted and furnished for what you are called to do because the vulnerabilities are there. It's whether or not you have the right gear, the right spiritual gear to fend off the vulnerabilities. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Father, thank you so much for being God, for being the Lord, for being the Almighty. We bless you for that, Holy Father. Thank you for Marsha and all of those like her. God, she is called. She is anointed. And, Lord, she is eager and zealous. Now, I speak to the spirit that's assigned to her sleep. I command you, you lying, tormenting, dream devil, to loose her life and to get out of it. Now, I rise up in my seat of authority, and I cancel your assignment. I null and void your contract with her torment, mm-hmm. and I remand it to the abyss. I send you to the pit of hell with it in Jesus' name. Now, God, I thank you that whatever door is open, you shut it. I'm shutting it by my words on earth, but we thank you, Father, for you shutting it in the spirit realm and in heaven. We close every door. We tie it off. We cement it, and we command the doors of access that this spirit has been using to turn into a brick wall that cannot be mm-hmm. penetrated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus name. Mm-hmm. I'll her and let her go free. Father God, I thank you for taking and establishing your angels and your guardian forces in her home and in her life to protect her from this going forward in Jesus' omnipotent name. And we bless you for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be free. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All thank right. you. You're very That's welcome. Well. God bless you. We'll talk soon. Yes, ma'am. Amen. All right, Prophet Ashley, I think we got time for what? One more, you think? Yes, ma'am, and I have one for you. Ah. Calling from Hawaii, and she has a couple questions. She has not been able to find, she and her husband live there, and she has not been able to find a job for the two years that they've been there. And so she wants to know, she and her husband are supposed to stay on the island, and what's the purpose of them being there? Tanika, welcome to the Paula Price Show. Thank you so much, Prophetess Ashley. Hi, good, or good morning, my time. Good afternoon, Dr. Price. <laughs> good AM, PM to you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good now. <laughs> Amen. So talk to me. Yes, ma'am. Well, when we first moved here uh, out of uh, New Mexico, um, we felt like God was telling us to come here. And my husband's like, God said we got to get out of the boat. And I said, get out of the boat. So I had to call my twin sister. And I said, now, Charles said we getting out of the boat, but where are we going? Because we had no clear anything. And uh, so we got here. I mean, just everything for us to get here was so, when I say crazy, we came on a, a military flight. And those aren't stable, but just the way that God did it, we knew that we're supposed to be here just for, you know, so much favor. But here recently, uh, we've both been having dreams that we're moving. There's like a lot of shifting going on at my husband's job. Uh, Here where our lease here is, is coming up next month, and we're like, okay, God, We've been praying, like, God, where do you, is this our home? Will we be moving back to the mainland? Uh, like I said, I haven't been able to find a job, but that hasn't uh, stopped God from blessing us. And my twin sister, she um, she has been a part of your, uh, just receiving help from your ministry so much, and I've been seeing how she has been growing 
And last week she had me to listen to her call um, with you and then to see the changes in between last week and to this week. And I said, I'm not going to wait anymore. I told God, I said, if it's meant for me to call today, I will. Tamika will call me, give me the number, and as, as she called, you were uh, transitioning into the radio side. So I said, okay, God, I'm going to ask the questions that I need to ask because I need help. Well, I say praise God for it. Before I answer you, because there is an answer that the Lord has given me, but what when you moved there, you said God told you to move there, what were you doing for God or to uh, fulfill God's purpose for relocating you? What were you doing? I don't mean professionally. I mean for God. The only thing that I can tell you is that before we left, we was like, God, wherever you need us to be, that's where we're, we'll go. Now, as far as, like, uh, being at the church that we're at now, um, where we work with the Kapuna, which is the nursing home ministry and hospitality, and we have been flourishing there. Now, that's similar to what we did on in New Mexico, except for we did children's ministry and we did some, well, not really hospitality, but the church that we were at before we did similar to what we're doing here. So I I don't really know if that's the answer. I can only tell you what we've done before and what we're doing now. Well, I think a couple of things. I think that, first of all, you all reaching out to God to get an answer is powerful. That's number one. You know, and I'm going to tell you right now, the classic thing, I could say, well, you know, God wants you to leave and you're not supposed to be there and all of that. I can say that because I can prophesy the obvious from what you said. But here's what I hear the Lord said. You need training. You need training for the next thing he wants to do. Your dreams, the dreams that you all are having about moving are not only moving physically, but moving in God. You have skirted this mountain long enough, said the Holy Ghost. That was meant to be a wilderness experience to let you know what God needs and the issues God is facing. It was not necessarily meant for anything more than that. So, yes, God needs you to have training. He needs you to have training for the next level. I don't know if you've taken our assessment, but both you and our husband, you and your husband, need to take our ministry uh, aptitude questionnaire to locate where you are. You are clearly people called to help, but it seems like you're hiding out from something greater in help. In other words, you don't like responsibility. Your life may be one of those neat little packages where, you know, you just have this wonderful thing. We're married. We do things together. Everything is working out. But God needs you, there is something in you. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know what you do for a living, but nursing is in your soul. You are supposed to be doing that and nothing else. It's in your soul. So I don't know if you've done it. I don't know if you haven't done it, but God needs to do that. So what I'm saying to you, in short, before we get to the least piece, is that you have got to come to terms with whether or not you're going to fulfill your destiny. You are definitely called to nursing. You're called to nursing, and your your husband is called to building. Now, whether that is um, architectural, 
or, or design or whether that's contractor, but whatever it is, you two have come up on a destiny moment in time. I'm glad that I have an opportunity to talk with you because you're coming up on a destiny moment where God is getting ready to yank you up out of the comfort zone of Christianity, yank you up out of the comfort, conveniences, and even the childish, the childish things because he needs you to move into the ranks of mature Christianity. I just hear God saying, I need you to become, to, to be ready to be prophetically equipped for him. Now, even though you will be leaving that land, it is not a permanent leaving. It is not. I promise you it isn't, because you are going to take back the real reason why God sent you. I have found out, Tamika, that there are times where there are times where people um, will hear from God and they jump the gun on him. And so when you jump the gun on him, God is like, well, you know, well, let them fill out the land and fill their way. But what God really needs you to do, you have not come close to. Wow. But you are a nurse. Did I lose you? No, you didn't lose me. It's just before I, before Charles and I got married, I was in school for uh, acupuncture and alternative medicine, and I was supposed to be a doctor. Now, before I I left there, I had, I don't know if it was a vision or a dream that I would be coming back, and I was like, but I haven't even left yet. Like, I didn't under understand like that that part of it because I was working in uh the pharmacy at my at my school and so I was like, Okay God and then my aunt prayed with me and then that shifted everything in my life. Every when I say school fell off every, I mean every everything and I and I felt like not so much I lost everything, but well, let me jump in because we have to end. So here's what I want you to do. Yes. I'm going to tell you this because I have to wrap this up, and I really wish I had gotten yes. you earlier, but it's not over. I need you when this call is over. I want you to go to my website, and I want you to go to drpaulaaprice.com. I want you to click take an advisement. And you schedule an advisement. When you click it, I want you to hit that button. I want you to schedule an advisement. And I want you to schedule that advisement with Chief Prophet Tyler. And I want you to do that as soon as possible because the end of what I have to say needs to be heard by you because I clearly get why God did what he did in your life. And I'm telling you, this is going to work out okay, but you won't be able to do it without additional counsel. Yes, ma'am. Yes, All right? So I want you to go to drpaulaaprice.com. I want you to hit the button that says schedule an advisement, and as soon as you do, you'll get an opportunity to choose your advisor, and for the issues that God is getting ready to walk you through and the revelations that you're going to get, you need to have Chief Prophet Tyler to as your advisor, and when you do, she's going to pray, and I'm telling you, you're going to get all the rest of these answers. Right now, I'm going to let you go because I have to let my yes. host go. 
pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for Tamika. I thank you for her life. I thank you for her family. I thank you for her husband and all the good stuff that you're getting ready to do in them. Lord, I'm thanking you that you have opened them up and you've tendered them an offer to come to you in truth and in righteousness and in holiness and in faithfulness. You've tendered them an offer. God, I ask that they do not miss their time of visitation with you. I'm asking that you cover their life, cover their prayers, cover their economy in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. All right, so we will we will look for you to come through. I promise you this will be the best investment you have made in a long time. All right, folks, I got to All go. Right, it's you. been wonderful Got to get on that plane. I love you, baby. I got to go. But get on that plane and get on to the East Coast. So check, keep on watching us on Sunday. If you're wanting to know more, Hey, join me in New York. It's going to be great. Until then, God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Paula Price Show. Become a financial supporter today by visiting www.drpaulaaprice.com and click on Show a Seed. Donate today.